Hey, welcome back to the Silent Sales Machine Radio Podcast. I'm your host for this episode, Ryan Rieger. And today we're chatting with Andrew McGuire. Andrew had a dream in college to one day work for a church and not take a salary because of business success. He had no idea how that was going to happen until he learned about selling on Amazon, got into our community, and quickly learned that that was going to be his path to be able to do that. He's, a, again, a member of our Legends group. He uh, went through our replens training. And he is now a pastor, a youth pastor at a church plant and does not take a salary because of his Amazon business success. He's a husband and a father to a six-month-old. So this was a super fun interview to do. Here's my interview with Andrew. Andrew, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Podcast. How are you, my friend? I'm doing really good, actually. Yeah, life is really good right now. That's awesome. I saw that you saw, I, I saw your, um, that you are in the Legends Hall of Freedom, which for guys that don't know, have a clue what that is. We essentially in the Legends group, I wanted to have like a Hall of Fame of people who have been able to quit their jobs and or are doing this full time and said, I know there's a lot of people in this group that are doing that. And I don't know everybody that are, that's doing that. And so Andrew gave me his photo of he and his wife, Anna. Is that right? And Correct. Yep. how old's your son? So he's actually uh, five and a half months. Now, awesome. Which is crazy. <laughs> wow. You have a lot of fun ahead of you. My son, Callan, is three and so it just cool. gets better and better and better. We can talk about that offline, but super fun. But I saw that your, your photo and I, I needed to get your wife's name for the, our post, essentially, congratulating you. And so I just saw some really cool things about you that you're from Indiana, where I'm originally from, and uh, you're a pastor at a church. And so I wanted to get to know you and I, you have an awesome story already. So let's talk about that. How'd you got started selling on Amazon and how you got into being an entrepreneur and all that? Yeah, man, it's uh I look back like uh, during I guess like this uh season of the pandemic I really yeah. it's really made me like think back on like life and like ponder sure. some really special moments cuz obviously mm-hmm. we've had a kid there's been a lot of like I guess like quiet time because you're yeah. you know you're at home the majority <laughs> of time so it gives you a lot of time to like reminisce and think right. and uh man it's just been really cool like god has been so faithful throughout mm-hmm. my entire life so just a short background mm-hmm. i grew up in ministry my dad is he's still a pastor today but okay. my parents are pastors and and they were pastors as a kid and mm-hmm. you know i grew up in the church you know loving you know the church and and everything was really good but there was this like spirit inside of me of, of being an entrepreneur and i never knew i guess what that meant until college so as a kid, I would do like, my grandparents would have like garage sales and I would do like the corner lemonade stand. And, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed like making that money. And then, you know, there were times as a kid where I would like, I would sell some like video games or even my video game console to like friends and I would get money. But my, my parents didn't quite understand it. They were like, well, this was like a gift for you. And now you're not going to have your games to play. And I was right. like, yeah, but I made this money. Right. <laughs> and so there was always that like, I don't know that passion to yeah. to somehow provide something to somebody and also, you know, get paid while doing it. Uh-huh. And I also knew that I was I felt called and drawn to help lead a local church. And I wasn't sure how those two would tie together, but mm-hmm. I pursued a degree in church mm-hmm. leadership um, okay. at Evangel University, which is in mm-hmm. Springfield, Missouri. Yep. And 
essentially what my degree was. It was just a, a general overview of how to, you know, effectively lead a church. And mm-hmm. so I took, you know, four years to get that degree. But while I was in college, I that's where I met, you know, my best friend, now wife, Anna. Mm-hmm. And um, we were having a conversation one day of like, what is life going to look like? Because we had obviously talked about, you know, getting married. What would life look like after college? And yeah. I always had that like passion and that dream of like, being an entrepreneur and it hit me in that moment. And I, I just felt like the, I guess like the spirit impressing on me that one day you're going to own a business and you're going to be able to volunteer full time while being on staff at a church. Wow. That's like, okay, so let's stop there first. That is like crazy yeah. outside of the box for most people who are in ministry. <laughs> I've been around ministry all my life and you know, it's uh sad, but a lot of folks that are in ministry don't make a whole lot of money, but they're doing it because they want to, and they know that they're called to be there, but they're, you know, sometimes just barely making ends meet and are so badly want to be able to say, don't even pay me. And sure. I, I love what I'm doing. I, I would do this for free, but I do need to feed my family too. That is so cool. So your, your Amazon business essentially pays all of your bills and you don't have to take a salary from the church. It does. Yeah. So um, we're actually part of a a church plant Mm -hmm. on the North side of Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And whenever we came on, they talked about, you know, Hey, we can, we can pay you. And I just told them like, you know, that's not my, my dream is to be able to give my time and not receive any income from the church. Cause my goal is I want the church to be able to, you know, People that are in ministry, I mean, again, my parents were in ministry, so I get Mm -hmm. like needing to make an income from that. But if I'm able to say, hey, like use that money to, you know, give to others, to missions, to affect the world, you know, that, that is, it's always been a dream. That is cool. How long ago was that impressed upon you when you were, you were in college, right at the time? Yeah. So in college, that's whenever um, I really felt that and Uh I, I didn't know like, okay, I have no clue what type of business I'm going to sure. own. Again, my, my parents were in ministry. So that's like yeah. all I really knew. Um, yeah. How do I do a business? And How do you have time you know, to do both? A church plant is yeah. a ton of work. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I had heard like, you know, my whole life and even seen it that like church being in ministry, it takes up a lot of time and you don't get paid well. So I was thinking like, God, there's no way yeah. I can do that. Like how? Um, and he's worked it out. So walk me through that. When I know you worked at another church before, was your Amazon business growing at the same? Were you? Do you have you ever had to take a salary from a church, or have you? Have your has your Amazon business always been the sole provider? No, actually. So where we are currently is the first time I've been able to say, you know what, you don't need to pay me an income. So the churches we were at previously, yes, we did take a salary, but it was the church that we were at before this church plant that uh-huh. I had a, a really close friend. Mm-hmm. He told me about his Amazon business and he was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And he essentially just came alongside me, helped coach me, show me the ropes. And I started like dabbling in it and doing it kind of as a side hustle. And I, I realized pretty quickly as the majority of people here who have Amazon businesses that this thing grows quick. Yeah. You know, if you're able to reinvest and, and you put the time into it, it can mm. grow pretty quickly. And that's whenever I realized it was about, well, it was January of 2019 that I realized, okay, I can, I can actually do this dream and passion that God, you know, placed on my heart. And so it was, you know, a few months of, of kind of building it. And then we actually made the transition off that staff 
and mm-hmm. on to this church plant in August of last year. So okay. it was about a year ago. And since then, yeah. I have not been taking income from, you know, a ministry position and Amazon has wow. been fully funding our, our house. Wow. So that's a dream for your, your senior pastor, I bet, <laughs> to have you on staff and not have yeah. to pay you. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. He's a, I'm sure he's a big fan of Amazon now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> he is. It's so funny. We He's very like business-minded as well. And so we uh-huh. have tons of conversations about it, but it seems to always get back to Amazon. Like, how's yeah. Amazon affecting you? Like, how's it going? It's really cool. Wow. So you started, did you start Amazon? And Oh, you, you start, that's in January of 2019 is when you had the light bulbs go off that this could be the thing. When did you start selling on Amazon? So I actually started in October of 2018. Okay. So it was about four months before okay. that light bulb clicked. How'd you find about you? Because your friend at church introduced you to Amazon? Okay. Correct. Yep. So he had showed me what he was doing. And I thought like, well, if I could do this as a side income, that'd be great. Yeah. That that dream, never, it didn't cross my mind in that moment because I sure. wasn't necessarily like looking for that. You know, uh-huh. God, God shared that with me in college. Uh-huh. And I kind of like was like, all right, you're really going to have to just just lay it out before me because right. and so I hadn't been searching. And so, uh-huh. yeah, so I started dabbling in it and then in January it really clicked. That's cool. Talk about your, what would you start doing as far as methods of inventory? What does that business, what's your business look like? Sure. So whenever I first started in October, he had really shown me the RA side. So retail uh-huh. arbitrage, uh-huh. um, going into a store and really was all clearance items. Okay. That's what he did. And still to this day, that's all he does, which is really cool. But our business has transitioned a little bit. So the first year, so, um, October, well, I guess it was until January of this year, I've always done re RA clearance. Okay. Um, but I attended the Proven Conference in 2019 okay. in Champaign. I yep. believe that's where it was. And so I heard Jimmy talk about Reeklands. Yeah. And I was, I started thinking like, okay, if I'm going to be, you know, serving in ministry full time mm-hmm. and I need to grow this Amazon business, I'm not going to be necessarily able to go and just find a bunch of clearance items. Right. Like, Sure, that works for a lot of people and it's great. Like you can make some really great profit off of those. But at the same mm-hmm. time, if I'm able to have like inventory that I can have a shopper go continually buy, or I can have a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. you know, find products, um, mm-hmm. then it becomes a lot less time consuming. And I'm able to devote that time to to the church while also growing my Amazon business. So wow. this year, January of 2020, I really switched to the replan model. And that's what I've been doing since. Wow. Okay. So talk about that. Pretend like I don't know anything about replans because I know we talk yep. about that a lot in this podcast <laughs> and this whole community, but there's a lot of folks that this is going to be their first episode that they listen to, Andrew. So um, tell me about what replans are. And if I'm a brand new person, never heard that before. Sure. Well, it is such an amazing (laughs) method and way of doing Amazon. Let me just first say that. But essentially what it is, is it's finding products that that people will continually buy. And it's not necessarily the same person purchasing an item. So whenever somebody looks on Amazon, you know, they may search for, you know, some cake mix Mm -hmm. and they may continually buy that cake mix every single month. Right make cake for people. (laughs) But at the same time, (laughs) it may just be that that cake mix sells consistently every month. And it may just be different people buying that. And so it's purchasing that product that's going to continue to sell. And a replan Mm -hmm. essentially means you go and you buy it again and again and again, because it's consistently selling. Whereas a clearance item, 
you could probably only find one, two, three, maybe yeah. every quarter they put that on, on clearance again, mm-hmm. but it's a replenishable product. So you yep. can continually buy it. It consistently sells. You nailed it. That's a, it's you, it, it, you hit it, the two sides of it, that it's uh, something that sells consistently, but also that you can source consistently. And you mentioned clearance. That's a great business model. Clearance is great because you have some great margins, but you may oh, have to sure. shop at all of the stores around the whole Indianapolis area. You might even need to travel to back to Illinois, Champaign, and like <laughs> buy up all those and you're gone for a long time. And that's just not congruent with being able to run, help a church get started. And so, so the refund model is perfect for that. And guys, it could be cake mix, something that you know that we consistently buy every month, or it could be a hammer, something that I buy it, and then Andrew goes and buys it. Sure. Jimmy goes and buys that same hammer. And that means it sells consistently. But also, guys, these are regular retail items. Like Andrew is being able to find them off this not clearance stuff. He goes to the regular retail shelf and can find these things that are still profitable. So it is a game changer. It really is. It definitely is. <laughs> wow. So talk about, um, if you don't mind sharing some sales figures with us, what, uh, what's your sales been over the last, you know, since you started doing replens? For sure. Yeah. So since I started doing replens, so we did, well, in January, we did about 13, 13,000. Yeah. February, February was actually whenever our son, Archie, he was born. Uh-huh. Um, so obviously I took, you know, several weeks off for that. I love that name. Um, That's awesome yeah. too. <laughs> Archie Richard. So Richard, Archie are Richard. I love it. Both of our dad's names. And, okay. and so anyways, yeah. So yeah, we did about 13 in January, mm-hmm. February. It was, it dropped a little bit because obviously I took the majority of the month off. It was around mm-hmm. 11 mm-hmm. March. We really started seeing the increase from the COVID effect. Yeah. And so we climbed to, it was about 16, which is about 4,000 4, more than February. In awesome. April, we went from 16 to 38,000 wow. in sales. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was in shock. So that month, we hi- uh, I was able to hire two packers as well, which okay. is really great. Took a lot of that pressure off. We did, obviously, the majority were, was merchant fulfilled. Okay. Which we're still doing a big portion of right now, but mm-hmm. actually in May, May fifth, I'll never forget the date. Our account uh, was uh, suspended. Oh no! Yeah, and so we had seen a huge month in April, uh-huh. and uh-huh. May was hit pretty hard because of our suspension. It was a mm-hmm. IP claim that thankfully got resolved. It was okay. retracted, um, but uh-huh. it was forty five days without a sale. Wow! Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that went until middle late June. Okay. And June was obviously a really low month because we only had the last week or so. Um, and then in July we were back up, not as high, but we did 26,000 in July. Love it. So we're slowly making the, yeah, you'll make it back up. What what are are your most, (laughs) your replay, what category are you mostly selling? So a lot of it is we sell a lot of like art supplies Okay. Um, yeah. Craft supplies. We do a well right now. There's a lot of groceries just mm-hmm. because you know people are really buying online. So we do a lot yeah. of groceries, a lot of art supplies, okay. and we do home and kitchen as well. But I would say yeah. those are those are our three biggest categories. So let's say that um, I come up to Indianapolis with you, and I've never done this before, and you need to teach me how to do this because I know we talk a lot on this podcast about how somebody's doing it, and we talk a little bit about you know some tips and things, but 
walk me through this. Like, you know, what, if you were going to go into a store with me and cause you do some, you help, you've helped some family and friends get started on Amazon. How do you get them started? Like you walk into a store, there's so many options. It can be so overwhelming. Like, where do I even begin to look? So where would you take me? No, that's a really great question. So I try to tell people in different spots, say, Hey, Hey, you try this spot first. You try it. Cause I don't uh-huh. want to obviously have everybody searching the same thing. But what I really tell people is start in a, obviously a category that, you know, you're not restricted in. So you want to okay. obviously make sure that first, because I've had a couple of people that said, well, I'll start with grocery and then come to find out they, they had just started Amazon and they're restricted right. in grocery. And mm-hmm. so, but basically what I tell them is, Hey, find an aisle and mm-hmm just start from top to bottom. Okay. Uh, and you know, we've talked a lot about that with this podcast, but yeah. type it in, you know, type the product and type the brand name or type the type of product. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if it's, if it is a food category or a liquid, you know, the ounces, mm-hmm. you want to get as, as much details, but as also as, um, broad as possible to start mm-hmm. with. And then, mm-hmm. and then obviously dive deeper into those details. One thing that I really enjoy doing is I'll try to find a product. So if, if I'm, you know, sourcing an aisle and I, let's say I find, you know, a decent replin, what I'll do is mm-hmm. I, I'll favorite it in the Amazon seller app okay. or, you know, whatever sourcing app I'm using. Mm-hmm. And whenever I get home, what I do is I'll pull out my computer I'll go to amazon.com and I'll type in that same product. I try to find different listings, you know, see if there's a variety pack, a bundle, a set that is selling better than the one I actually found. Because right now, and I heard some other people mention this right now, it seems like there's so many more listings that you can find through the Amazon web browser than you're able to find in the seller app and vice versa. There's some that you can find in the seller app that you can't necessarily find because maybe they're sold out or whatever. But I always try to do the back end of, you know, a rabbit trail of finding other. That's a huge tip right there, guys, that right there, what he just said, made this whole time that you're listening to this podcast worth it, that tip, because you're going to find things on your browser on amazon.com that you might not find on the app for whatever reason right now. That's awesome. So talk about that because you might find, I know Jimmy talks about aim toothpaste. So if you're in the toothpaste aisle and you find a listing that might be good, you actually could sell that same exact toothpaste maybe on three or four other listings, right? Oh, for, for sure. Easily. We'll just give an example. If it is aimed toothpaste uh-huh. um, and I find you know a listing for, for one of those or maybe a two-pack, uh-huh. I'll go home and I'll type in aim toothpaste in the ounces. Uh-huh. And every time it seems like I find at least five to 10 different listings to get on. Some may be bundled yeah. with a, a toothbrush that I could yes. find in that same store. Right. Um, and so, yeah, there's tons of opportunity there. Yeah. So guys, that is, if that'll help you get off, I, Andrew, I have a lot of people that feel like, man, they don't just quite can wrap their mind around the replens thing, or they don't understand how Jimmy finds 30 replens in 30 days. Well, actually, I actually think you can probably find 30 replens in two days with this For strategy sure. right here. What you just said, you find one product, you find one, one product, you can sell it in on one listing, do the research. Cause there might be five, six, seven, eight other listings that you can sell that exact same product on and you've just found eight with one skew when one, not with one product essentially. So, yeah. And it's, I think that was the moment because at first like replens, it can be so like, I don't know, like this huge 
you know, concept that you're trying to wrap your mind around. Yeah. Okay. How do I actually, how do I do this? I can't find any, or you yeah. might find one and you're like, well, man, it's a, you know, it's a, a return on investment of, you know, 10% or 20%. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. my business can't do that right now. I'm just starting sure. out. And so right. what I've found is, yeah, even if you find something at 10 or 20%, don't just disregard it. Take a yeah. note of it, set it as a favorite, go home and do your research to find a different yeah. listing because I'm telling you 80% of the time you're going to find multiple listings. That's brilliant. That's the, the golden nugget. One of the golden nuggets from this podcast episode. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant. What are you, what are you looking for? I know everybody's business is different for you. What are you looking for as far as an ROI percentage? Yeah. So we really try to set on 50%. Okay. That's really our goal. We've gotten to the place where we have a decent amount of capital. I wouldn't say we have a, a huge capital to be able to drop it any lower than that, but we're able to to do about 50%. Yeah. There's a few, if they sell really well, we will drop under that, but it has to mm-hmm. be a really good sales rank. That's good. So if you're um, buying so something for $10, $10, if you spend $10 on something, you want to make $5, right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. That's good. Yeah. That's a good number to shoot for guys. And there you'll be, you'll find people in our community that like will only go for a hundred percent return on investment. And you can do sure. that. You just may not be able to scale a business like that. You're going to have to, in order to find more products and grow, most likely going to have to reduce that lower and 50 is a good number. There's not really guys, there's not a right or wrong. Um, it really sure. depends on what, what you're looking for. You know, would you rather make $5 on $10 or $2 on $10? Well, both, but if you only have one $10 bill, you, I'd rather go for the five, um, and find more fives than twos. All ultimately all profits good, but also then it comes down to how fast are you turning that around, uh, you right. don't want your money sitting there forever. What's your turnaround time? We don't talk a lot about that. And if you don't know those numbers, that's okay because some people don't look that deep. But any idea of how fast your inventory is turning? So what we're sending into, we do both methods of merchant fulfilled uh-huh. and fulfillment by Amazon. Uh-huh. Um, the things that we send to FBA right now, it's so hard to tell because yeah. time, I mean, I sent a shipment in as soon as my account opened up in the end of June that mm-hmm. still has not been checked in. Oh my gosh. I also, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I also sent in a huge shipment last week where some of it has already been checked in. So okay. <laughs> it's super weird. Um, as far as if we're just talking about merchant fulfilled, I would say our longest product that would sit in our inventory is about two days. Wow. Um, it turns really quick. That's awesome. And, and it's been really cool because obviously the quicker that turns around. So we we use, for those who know about it, we use payability, okay. um, which essentially they're able to give you, uh, you know, your cash advance every day. Um, mm-hmm. They give that to you. And so because our products are turning over so quickly, we're able to get that cash back and then be able to invest more. And so we've used it almost like a snowball effect uh-huh. of you know, we can flip this really quick. And then in the long run, we can buy more and more product for FBA to send in because it's taking longer to actually get checked in. Yeah. So you're in a position now where you, you live off of your Amazon business and we don't just kind of curious because a lot of people get into this as a hobby Andrew, and they're like, you know, I just want to make some extra cash. And then it turns into a serious business like you have now. And like, wow, you know, I've never ran a business before. I don't know how much to take out and I still want to grow it, but I still also want to be able to take money out and eat. Any, any advice on that part of it? Like how does somebody know like how much I can pull out of the business to live off of and still continue to grow it? No, that's a really good question. The 
tip that I give everybody that, you know, ask me or, you know, people that are curious is the method that we use, we use profit first. Okay. And it's completely changed our business. Just a, a short window of it. Essentially, it means you, you take your profit before anything else. And it designates, you know, how much you should put into your pay or, okay. you know, expenses, just all the different components of a business. Mm-hmm. And whenever you take that, essentially what it's saying is as you take that profit first, it's going to give you more motivation to continue working in your business. Yes, And it, it walks you through how to build it. So there's a book called mm-hmm. Profit First mm-hmm. that I would recommend mm-hmm. if you're, if you're yeah. in this conversation right now that you're wondering, like, how can I start paying myself? Um, it's a book yeah. Profit First by Mike. I can't remember his last name, Kalo but it's Witz so good. Or something that, yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been so good for our business. That's awesome. what we use to know how much money to. Brilliant. When to you put were first starting, and you were you had to you put all your money back into the business when you were still working at the other church, correct? Correct. Yeah. So actually, my wife is a um, she's a social and emotional counselor at a middle uh-huh. school, uh-huh. and so that's what she does. So actually, until. It was, well, right before our business got suspended is whenever I started taking money out and then okay. it pushed it obviously back a little bit, but we had reinvested everything from our Amazon business yeah. um, until, until the middle of this year to be able to start, you know, covering our bills because we're, we're doing other things with, with her money that she's making uh, for our household. So my Amazon awesome. business is, is paying the bills, getting things done that need to be taken Love care it. of. She's still working. She actually is. Yep. Okay. So she, you know, the virus, it's obviously, I would say it's bittersweet in some circumstances, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but it gave her essentially six months of uh, maternity leave because she took yeah. off, you know, a little bit for whenever Archie was born. And then, mm-hmm. you know, everything with the schools and stuff has given her way more time off. But yes, she's back and she's still working as a school counselor. Wow. Does she have to go off, off out, out of the home to go work? <laughs> She does. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they are meeting right now um, in okay. person. So we'll see yeah. if that'll continue or not. Interesting. Wow. Man, I love your story. I know that I just saw it in the Legends group. How'd you get into the Legends group, by the way? I um, So at the Proven Conference, uh-huh. I met um, a couple people and uh-huh. you know we were just talking about their business and yeah. they mentioned that they were a part of Legends. And oh, okay. I never really heard about it, okay. but it piqued my interest. So I went home, did some research yeah. and I... Um, finally made the investment and legends has changed my business. Mm. It's I've learned so much every day. It feels like I'm constantly learning, (laughs) you know, new sourcing (laughs) strategies or new business ideas. It's been so good for our business. Um, But yeah, I heard it from somebody and then then made the investment. Um, We got that Walmart course. We just finished last night in the legends. Yes. Need to get, get over and put your stuff on Walmart too. That's a whole another stream of income for you. Yeah. So I applied just waiting to hear awesome. back. Love it. Good job. So Andrew, well, let's wrap this up here. What advice would you you know, give people who are just starting out who like want to be where you are? They want to be able to be at home with their son, uh, their family, and uh, they, they've seen your success. They're like, yeah, I want that. What, how would you, what, what advice or encouragement would you give them? Yeah. Um, no, that's a great question. I would say a couple things. I would say the first thing is you know, if that's where you're trying to get, then, then start today. I know, I know for a lot of things, like especially me and my personality, I can tend to push things off. If I know that there's a possibility it won't work, you know, I can say, well, tomorrow or next week or next month, whenever things kind of get in line. But I would say, man, if you're, if you're trying to get there, like start today. And then, 
and then really focus on your connections that you can have with people. So, you know, start asking questions to people that you see in the Facebook group, like private message them and, and really just start to just build, build that connection. That's probably the biggest thing for me is I have a lot of connections that I've built with people who do Amazon. And so Mm -hmm. not only has it helped my business, it's helped them, but it's really given us this intertwining where we can have conversations and, you know, I learn things from them. They learn things from me. And it's really pushed my business to the next level of not just being content with where I am. It always pushes me to get better and better. So I would say those two things is, you know, don't wait until tomorrow. And then some of those relationships. Guys, that, that is huge. The relationships has been key for my business to get in community. Uh, this My Silent Team Facebook community is amazing. We love to help people. I'll put a link, make sure the link in the show notes for that group because it's a totally free group of people who are just love to help each other out. And that's what we're here to do. And Andrew, I love your story. Thank you for being willing to share it because I know we've talked a lot about some of the same stuff that you've mentioned, like the replens. Of course, we've had a lot of people on that that's been their their way, their path to freedom. But you may say it in a way that somebody just finally gets it. Or uh, I may be, you know, I, uh, I don't know how old you are, but uh, you're, you're younger than me. But let's say put myself back and I'm, you know, 30 years old and I, I see, you know what, all these older people are mentioned. Yeah, they, they can do it for whatever reason, but I get it for, because this guy said it and I identify with him. I'm also from the Midwest or whatever, you know, they, there's just reasons why we need others people's stories. Cause you're going to say it in a way that just allows somebody else to understand it and finally take action. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for being oh, for sure. Share. No doubt. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Of course. I want to have an, well, get an update from you in a year and see where you are. You'll be on multiple channels and doing <laughs> coaching and all that type of stuff. So eager to see it. Yeah. Love it. Thanks for being Fighting. on with me. For sure. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.